by Hogwarts, a Harry Potter podcast made by kids for kids. I'm Daisy. And I'm Vaughn. And today we're talking about chapter 18 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot, and Prongs. And this was a good chapter. Yes. It's like, it's like, I don't know, I feel like J.K. Rowling does not put enough short chapters in the books. Because yeah. there are some chapters where it's like, oh my goodness, you're, so te- you're tearing your hair out because you're like, is this when ever is it going, going to, to end? end? Because even if you're reading, even if you decide to read two chapters each night and you're, you're reading the first chapter and it's ages long, you still want to read the second one because it's more Harry Potter. But like the first chapter is so darn long. Yeah. Like, I like short chapters like this. This was only eight pages. So uh, mm-hmm. we have like... We have basically two and an eighth pages of notes, basically. Mm. So uh, we don't have very many notes today. Hopefully we can make up for it in our analysis. So yeah, on to the uh, first sentence. It took a few seconds for the absurdity of this statement to sink in. And this is funny, knowing that it's been a week since we read the last chapter, so I have no idea what this is. <laughs> I guess it's that Peter Pettigrew is an animagus, which like, to me, it doesn't seem very far-fetched. Yeah. Like, I don't remember feeling so surprised the first time I read this. What about you? Do you remember? I... I, I only remember, remember my reactions from reading Seven. Because I read it... I finished the books... I want to say August of last year. Like, I would already read one through halfway of six. And then last August, I finished all of them. And the I only think as I, I read, I just, like... Okay, that happens. Like facts, like just, you just like brain dead. I just brain dead. The only way, the only book I actually felt like hardcore like emotions for was seven. Like I was mad at certain parts. I was sad at certain parts. I was happy at certain parts. I was sad at like a, some of the later books. I know this, mm. but I don't think I like just like I don't think I just like took time to react to something. I just I, kept reading and just kept taking in the information. Like I didn't stop. Yeah. We'll get into this later, but there's this one point in Seven where I just remember actually being mad at one of the characters. Like, like actually just being mad at what he was doing, and we'll get into it later because it's kind of a spoiler, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Um, so Harry said that Peter Pettigrew was dead because Sirius had killed him. Black lunged at Scabbers, Crookshanks was thrown to the floor, and Ron yelled as Sirius's weight fell onto his broken leg. Oh my They're just gonna gosh. keep- J.K. Rowling here is just milking this broken leg thing for all it's worth, because- yes. If you already broken have leg, a you're, broken you're, you're, leg, somebody's gonna fall on it. Yeah, gotta feel more- maximum pain, I think, is, is what we're going Skateboarding with a broken leg. Basically. That would very much hurt. That would hurt a lot. So Lupin said, Sirius, no, and started dragging him away from Ron. Lupin yelled that they had a right to know and that they had to explain to them what had happened. Sirius stopped struggling and just got to check the time really quickly. (laughs) Sorry for like, I mean, once we started using this, we used to use two computers. Now we use one computer and it's so much easier. So sorry for the the incessant clicking noises. Click, click. Um, But, you know, yeah, sorry about that. Okay, I just noticed this. If you move your mouse really fast on this computer, it gets the, big. The, 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 it gets like huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Ron tried to get up to leave, but Lupin pointed his wand at him, saying that he was going to let him explain before he left. Lupin said that everyone thought that they had seen Sirius kill Peter, but the Marauders map had shown Ron holding Peter because Lupin was sitting in his office stalking people with the map. 
as one does. Yeah, as one as one does. <laughs> and then he saw Peter's name. He was he was also looking for Peter's name. He was like, "Wonder mm-hmm. if I could find." Oh, there there he is. Yeah, Harry thought that both Lupin and Sirius were out of their minds because how could Scabbers be Peter Pettigrew? Hermione says that it couldn't be because the Ministry kept tabs on people who are anime guy, and Peter's name wasn't on the registry. The thing about Hermione is she doesn't believe that there are things other than the rules. She's like, yeah, if there's a rule, you're not. Like, there's no getting around it. It's like, Hermione is just, like, not thinking. Yeah, yes. sometimes she doesn't think very well. It's like, if they didn't do it legally... They didn't do it. Then they didn't do it. Yeah. Just like, what do you think they did if they didn't <laughs> do it legally, Hermione? Yeah, so, I think she is a little bit closed-minded on that front, just thinking that, like, people have to follow the rules or they're not doing anything because they're following the rules, you know? Yeah. So Lupin said yes, but the Fall ministry the didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, Lupin said yes, but the ministry never knew that there were three unregistered anime guy running around Hogwarts. Before he could continue, the door behind him opened by itself, and there was no one there. Ron said that the place was haunted, and Lupin said that it was never haunted. The screams and howls that the villagers heard had been him. Lupin said that the story begins with him becoming a werewolf. I imagine him just like his hands like like clenched together, you uh-huh. know forming a fest and he's just like it happened when i was at a young i was born at a young age <laughs> I, was I, born- I was born at a young age <laughs> yeah. i was the son of my parents ever since i was born <laughs> yeah he had received his okay so lupin said that yeah i already read that he had received his bite when he was very young and the potion that snape had been making for him was keeping him safe so he was able to curl up in his office as a wolf and keep his mind when he transformed which I think would be kind of terrifying. Like, seeing yourself transform. Yeah. Even in the right state of mind, just seeing your arm not look like an arm. Which I think the movies do this masterfully because you see him and he still looks humanoid-ish. He just has, like, he doesn't have very much hair, which is the, the thing that, like, makes him look, like, more human, you know? Most werewolves has a bunch of hair on him, them, but you can still kind of- he has of, a ton of hair. Not, like, a lot. You can yeah, still it's, tell it's, that his he's hair, His hair is definitely short. He's co- completely covered in it, though. It's, it's short. It's just not super short. Are you sure? Yeah, in the movie, his hair is short. His, his, I mean, well, his hair is short, but it's all over his body. Though. Okay. We'll come back to it when we do our movie book comparison. But, like, his arms transform to, like, you know- the and thoughts, yeah, yeah, you know, like and the legs, arms. yeah. Lupin said that when Dumbledore came to Hogwarts and the Wolfsbane potion had been discovered, he allowed him to learn there. You are talking really fast. Vana's a tendency to read his notes very fast. At I don't from, think so. At least from my point of view, I feel from like I read mine. I feel like I read mine really slow. POV, you're reading your notes really fast. <laughs> my brain operates at the speed of a supercomputer. <laughs> yeah. In order to do this while being a werewolf, the Streaking Jack and Whomping Willow were placed on the ground. It's Okay, I find it incredibly hard to believe that the Whomping Willow was planted about 30-some years ago, and it's the size that it is today. You well, can't- it's a tree. Trees don't grow that fast. Like, if I planted a tree right now, it probably would never be full-sized Well, in they, they probably brought it in without- Should we look They probably up? used magic to grow it, or- That's true. Or they just brought it, like, as it is right now. How long does it take for a tree to grow in Minecraft? No, not in Minecraft. It says for trees to reach, oh, 
Okay, a tree can become fully grown in 30 years. I guess I was wrong. <laughs> yes, but, um, yes, but, but the, the Whomping Willow was used to... I'll just read the next few notes and I'll explain. The Whomping Willow was used to guard the passage to the Shrieking Shack. Which is ingenious. I would never have thought of this. Tunnels underground. Yeah. With that, I would never have thought of yes, this. Yes, so I think that they placed it on the grounds fully grown. Because the Whomping Willow was to make it so people, the other students couldn't get into the passage. That's true. But if it was, if they just planted it as a sapling, nobody, ever, anybody would be able to go. That's in true. It. That's that's yeah. That's smart. I didn't even think of that. He said that back then his transformations were more painful. So he said that in the shack, that he was when he was in the shack, he screamed. So the villagers believed that the shack was haunted. The sack was haunted. The shack was haunted. <laughs> the sack. I'm gonna add an S. H and H. He said that his friends worked to become an Amagai for him, because if they were in an Amagus form, then he couldn't hurt them as a will. I feel like like if three teenage boys can become Animagus, and unregistered too, yeah, there could be thousands upon thousands of unregistered Animagi out there. There cannot, like, if three, like, unskilled, basically, teenage boys can do this, Anyone can do well, it. Well, Lupin said that James and Sirius were two of the most, like, were two of the smartest and most capable boys but, like, in the school. Mm-hmm. And Peter, though. they're the ones that helped Peter do it. I, I bet it took until their fifth year, mostly because yes. of Peter. They said it took three years. That oh, that seems absurd to me. Like, I understand why it took so long, but I can't imagine waiting three years and then only having two years left to spend the transformations with your friend, you know? Mm-hmm. And like the transformations probably suck because full moons aren't just one night; they're like three or something like that. It's one every month. No, 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 it's like. Well, I need to find now. We need to find the the, the cycle of moon. <laughs> uh, of, it's it's just it's just moon. Okay, so um, let's see if we can. Yeah, so it's a full moon for. Oh. Yeah, you're right. It's about one day. It's about three days, right? See, because there's we're looking at a picture. You can't see it, obviously. But well, that's not a full moon, though. Part of that is part of that's that's true. Okay, I guess it's one day. There's one full moon. That's true. Okay, I think it's one day a month then. According, Vaughn was right. Clap, 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 clap. Um, but I don't know. I think that it would be hard to like go in there and just be suffering in a shack where everyone thinks it's haunted. Yeah, I'd probably suck. And then everyone is going to Hogsmeade and talking about the Shrieking Shack. And you're like, secretly, oh, that's me. That is me. Should I tell them? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said, that, okay, uh, it, helped them be- it helped him become less dangerous. And because of their abilities, they were able to explore most of the grounds and Hogsmeade, which led to them creating the Marauder's Map. Uh, S is for Padfoot. Uh, sorry. Sirius. Sirius is for Padfoot. Uh, and obviously, because he's a dog, they have pads on their feet. Yes. Um, Peter I, is for Wormtail. James is for I don't for understand Thomas, that one. Is it because his tail me. looks like a worm? I, I guess that's pretty explainable. I guess I do get it. But No, I don't think there's a reason. What about prongs? Prongs is what the, the reindeer ears. <laughs> but on a stag. Wormtail, because he's, um, his tail looks like a worm and as a rat. Yeah. And then, and then James, his prongs are like his antlers, right? And C- Sirius is because he has a padded foot as a... Yeah, and then Lupin, Lupin is, is the full moon. It, Lupin is the only one that used his last initial. 
<laughs> he said Sirius, Peter, James, and Lupin. <laughs> they all have such cool names. Except I forgot for his first name. The only people, okay, I guess they don't all have What's such cool Lupin's names. What's name? Remus, Remus, sorry. 50% of them have cool first names. They all have pretty cool last names, except for James doesn't. Okay, <laughs> on to the next one. Hermione asked if that was dangerous, and what if he accidentally bit or killed someone? Lupin said that it was a thought that still haunted him, and he felt bad for betraying Dumbledore's trust. Lupin said he was going to tell Dumbledore that Sirius was an animagus, but it kept, but he kept, but it meant telling him that what, what he did as a secret. Yeah, I feel like Dumbledore probably had some sort of sub- suspicion. He and probably just knew. Didn't, didn't bother. Like yeah. it wasn't important to him. Lupin said that Snape was right about him, but Black asked what Snape had to do with it. Lupin said that Snape taught at Hogwarts and argued against Lupin's appointment, and then said to Harry that as a child, Black and Lupin did a prank that nearly killed Snape. But Black said that it served him right because he tried to get it on That was mainly Sirius's fault. I mean, like, James James saved him, basically, because Sirius screwed up. Lupin said that when Severus saw Lupin walking into the Whomping Willow, Black told him that if he touched the root of the willow, he could follow him. Severus did so and saw Lupin. But before Lupin can attack him, James pulled him back. Yeah, see, like, Sirius is so, like, I, I get really annoyed with the Marauders. Like, I love them a lot. But I get annoyed with James and Sirius mostly because I feel like they don't. Yeah. There's no stopping point for them. It's like, we're going to keep going and going and going until it goes too far. They they don't have, like, a cap. They don't have a filter. Yeah. They, they're just like, oh, you know, we're going to be mean bullies because we can and there, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. Lupin said that yeah. we're popular, so uh, yeah, that's basically their their ideology. Lupin said that Severus didn't like him because he thought he was in on it. Last sentence: Severus Snape was pulling off the invisibility cloak, his wand pointing directly at Lupin. So, um, there's like a huge gap here, but basically, yeah, the door opens. <laughs> also, might I just say, Lupin's name is like very convenient for being a werewolf was he born a werewolf like was he bit as a child no remember the naming seer we were like oh then because people take their kids to a seer who looks into their future and picks okay. out a yeah. name yeah so his, it didn't Lupin, expl- it doesn't explicitly say that they went to a so lupin seer, is, an, is, is very similar to the word lupine uh we talked about this yeah yes it's like relating to the moon and wolves yeah and then remus was raid raised by wolves all right, we have one movie goof today. Fun. <laughs> uh, at around one hour and 30 minutes, in the shrieking shack, Ron is pointing as he says, he's an animagus. His wand then goes from pointing... His hand. To, his hand then goes from pointing to holding sh- scabbards between shots. He's an animagus. Yeah, so that was our one movie goof, sadly. I wish there were more, one but... movie yeah not enough definitely not enough but yeah so now we're gonna be moving on to our next sections for a hogsmeade journal sadly and i like i I really hate to do this we don't have any news today there just isn't anything interesting that came out this week and i feel like this is a really good time for harry potter news because so much for harry potter is happening right now with the new tv shows movie fantastic beasts but nothing really is happening this week at least so we don't have anything for this week but we're hoping obviously that more stuff happens yeah because uh we need to keep the hogsmeade journal alive basically (laughs) okay so 
we today are going to be talking, if you didn't already read the title, here you go. We're going to be talking about Remus Lupin. Now, the cool thing about talking about Remus Lupin is that most of his history is in this really long Pottermore article, and we're probably going to be splitting this into three parts, because the Mm -hmm. Pottermore article is super long, Yeah, and there's just a lot to go through, and I was, I used to be, like, obsessed with, with Remus. Well, I went through a little bit of a phase when I was obsessed with Remus in my second year at Hogwarts, so, um, I read a lot of Pottermore articles on Remus, so I read the entire Mm -hmm. article a year ago, and then I, and then I was, like, super excited to do this analysis on the podcast, and so, yeah, now we're finally doing it. I love Remus still. He's an awesome character. Not my favorite anymore, but, you know, still mm-hmm. cool, right? Mm-hmm. Where does Remus rank? Let's let's just talk about Remus as a character right now. So, Remus, um, I like Remus a lot for a lot of reasons. Mainly because I feel like he's a really deep character. Uh-huh. Um, I, you know, he doesn't have very many personality traits. I would say he's more of a flat character. Because flat. he doesn't, he just kind of sticks with the same, well, the same ideals. I he has think- the same personality throughout all of it. I understand what you mean, but I don't think he's a flat character. Okay, what makes you think that he's not? I don't know. I think he's a very important character in the series because he expresses, like, different life lessons, I guess. Yeah, no, I agree. I just think that, like, most of his, a lot of, the reason, like, Harry isn't a a flat character is because he has so many different traits, right? He has so many different weaknesses, and and Remus doesn't. Remus has a weakness. No, of course it's being a werewolf, mean and insecure about that. I know just... another reason. Why? He did something. Yeah, there's another thing. Uh, he wants to fight, but he has a family. That's true. Yeah. Okay. You guys are gonna have to settle this debate for us. I think you should email us. Let us know because we need to settle this debate. Was Remus Lupin a flat or round character? Yeah. So um, I really like him a lot. So, if you're ranking the Marauders, where does he rank? Just rank them. Who's first, who's second, who's third, who's third, fourth? Who's the best Marauder? One, Black. Two, okay. Lupin. Three, Wormtail. Four. Are you literally placing James, James. Potter up below Peter Pettigrew? Least of all. Why? Because James Potter? Um, just because. I don't like him. Okay. I'm gonna go, um... Sirius, then Remus, then James, then Peter. So, you know, he's got a solid second for both of us. I like James. Or I like Remus a lot. I like I like all of them. You know, I feel bad for all of them. Except for a little bit, a little bit for Peter. Not not so much. But, yeah, he has a super interesting backstory, starting with his parents. And I can't wait to get into this. So why don't we just do that? Mm-hmm. Because I can't wait so much. Yes. So Remus Lupin was an only child born to wizard Lyle Lupin and his muggle wife Hope Howell. And then I just put in parentheses Howell. Get it? Yes. Howell. I get it. Like a wolf. Yes, I get it. Mm, okay, that's good that you get it. Definitely. Lyle Lupin was a world-renowned authority on non-human spiritus apparitions. Apparitions. Apparitions apparitions which included poltergeist boggarts and other strange creatures yeah i do so, apparitions Appar- it's apparitions i do apparitions that's not even a word why don't why don't we have google translator settle this for us okay just no type in apparition no, no that's not a thing it's apparition 
um it's not a thing i'm telling you okay apparition oh wait hold on it's it's gonna okay i clicked the wrong button apparition oh okay yeah wait, apparition. Wait, 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 wait. switch out the first i for an a just do it <laughs> okay yeah that's apparition but that's not how it's spelled oh no i keep that's not, <laughs> not even English. It's a French word. It means appearance. It's, it's not even a word, Vaughn. You're wrong. It's not a word. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Give it a No. no. <laughs> the mouse. It, it's apparition. Vaughn's wrong. I am right. So on a trip into a Welsh forest, Lyle met Hope Powell, who was a beautiful muggle girl who worked in, in an office in Cardiff. It's a girl. She was an adult when he met her. Um. She decided to take a walk in the woodland, and due to the bog arts, she was convinced that something was watching her from behind the dark trees. Goodness gracious. Yeah. <laughs> Gets kind of dark a little bit. A bogger assumed the form of a large, evil-looking man, and when she screamed, Lyle came and turned the bogger into a field mushroom. Lucky? Lucky Lupin was- or Lyle was there, because if not, like, there would probably weren't any other wizards in the forest, you know? So she would have been- in some trouble. Well, I don't know what a bogger does, though, because it can't touch you, right? It eats you. Hope thought that he had driven away the attacker, and Lyle decided not to mention it being a bogger. He said that the only thing he could do, or he could, he could do, would be to walk Hope home to protect her. I mean, smart move, smart move. What if smart there are other boggarts? Definitely. Yeah. So they ended up falling in love, and when Lyle admitted it, that he admitted it, mm, and I'm saying that wrong. Admitted? Admitted that she had never really been in any danger. She wasn't mad and ended up accepting his proposal for marriage. Which I think if, if I were getting married to someone and they can if confessed uh -huh. that they were a real wizard and they showed me, you know, Matt, like they yeah. actually like had proof that they were a wizard. That would be kind of scary to like all of a sudden realize that something you thought was fake is real. You know? Oh. Yeah. So I think that would be weird. The wedding cake was topped to the bogger. How do you tell? <laughs> exactly, that's what I was thinking that's when not, I was taking a, these notes. You don't even know what a bogger looks like, so you, you just topped it with an evil-looking man. I imagine that a bogger, I've already said this, I imagine that a bogger looks like a mummy. They topped this cake with a mummy, an actual mummy. Um, I'm gonna say it again. Okay, I think it's like it looks like, I think a bogger really is like a small white thing like an orb you know how it's like a it's a you know have you seen the like the piece of voldemort's soul in number seven Ugh. part two yeah it's like under the thing without the blood i think that's that's it. disgusting that's no that's not what a bogger is i think that's what it looks like i think mad eye moody needs to tell us what it looks like <gasps> maybe it's a fluffy bunny it needs to be it needs to look scary <laughs> I think Madame Moody needs to confess to the wizarding world what it looks like. Because it, it's really that... just the cutest thing in the world. Yeah. He has that eye, and he's not telling anyone what it looks like. If you guys don't know, Madame Moody can actually see what a bogger looks like with his, his magic eye. eye. I think that... Okay, who do you think has the scariest bogger? I think Molly does, because she can walk into rooms and straight up see her dead children on the floor. Yes. That's literally her bogger, seeing her dead children. That would be terrifying, walking in a room and seeing your dead son, who you just saw in the other room a minute ago. My greatest fear would be tra being trapped in a horror video game. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, like you can never leave. You're basically yes. in VR forever and ever and ever and it's, ever. It'd be so scary. Yeah. So after one year of marriage, they had Remus John Lupin, who showed early signs of magic. When Remus was a child, Voldemort and his Death Eaters movement was gaining momentum, and they were recruiting dark creatures to help them overthrow the Ministry of Magic. <laughs> it's so hard for me to like comprehend how just how old Voldemort is yeah. when he gets to Harry's time because if he's old enough to be doing this during Remus's time, he must be stinking old. Yeah, for Harry, like I, it's he's like for, he's like seventy when he dies. It's so hard for me to comprehend a seventy-year-old having like wanting to kill a eleven-year-old. Yeah, Harry, come to die. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do the laugh, but I can't. Awkward do hug. I want to play it so bad. Voldemort Come here, laughing. <laughs> when you type in Voldemort laughing, one of the things it's that ten like, hours. searches is no, it's, it's, it's ten hours of him doing it. Okay, hopefully there's no ads. Please don't let there be an ad. Oh no. Please play. Hopefully you guys can hear this. Hopefully. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> this, has, this has 7 million views. <laughs> 10 hours of this. <laughs> this is 10 hours long. <laughs> 10 hours of him just saying, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> okay, that's way too much. What the heck well, is happening? Why would watch this? <laughs> why? Mr. Beast. Voldemort laughing for 10 hours. Oh, it's just Stream. Mr. Beast laughing like that. Just though. watching him. <laughs> We're not even to a minute. <laughs> I just, I don't even understand. We're only 36 <laughs> seconds through. This must have taken long to make. I just want to go to four hours down. Oh, look, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> this is too good. This is too good. I just don't understand. Goodness gracious. <laughs> okay, I think that's enough. <laughs> Why? That was good, though. That was good. I can imagine studying to just <laughs> over and over. That'd be so annoying. Yeah, it would be. I would not do that. Um, so Lyle was asked to join the Department for the Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures, and it was here that he met Fenrir Greyback, who was in questioning for the death of two muggle children. I think when people are like, who was the scariest villain? I think Fenrir Greyback, for me at least, needs to be up on that list. Definitely. Because, first of all, he's a, he's a terrifying werewolf who, like, he's terrifying. In the movies, he is so scary looking, and when they're flying around, and in that in that maze of, like, wheat, it's like an yeah. ad scene in the movie, it's not in the book, but Fenrir's in there, and he's he's so scary. Yeah, I and, like, in the, movie, in the movie, you see him, like, munching on a lavender. Oh, yeah. He's an underrated villain. He's so cool. Like, he's cool and scary, and I just don't hear him get talked it's enough like about. like, he murders children. I mean, come on. Like, How Super Carlin Brothers, where are you guys at? Please, do a Fenrir Greyback theory, because no one talks about him, and he's so scary and cool at the same time. We should do a Fenrir Greyback theory. <laughs> as an analysis. Like, as a complete joke. Yes. Fenrir Greyback is was really a the true Voldemort. Is really a werewolf. I think that should be our theory. <laughs> <laughs> Daisy. <laughs> 
all the evidence that just says he was a werewolf. What is this logic? <laughs> Voldemort Fenrir... was actually had seven horcruxes. Fenrir Greyback was the chosen one. <laughs> you guys want us to do a fake theory? That would be so funny. And we'll edit it to be like, like actually, like we're you know we're we're dead serious. Why here. Voldemort is actually Fox the Phoenix? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! If we did a Fen, okay, that that would be so fun. If Fenrir Greyback, why Fenrir Greyback was the chosen one? <laughs> that would be the best. So email us. Let us know if you guys actually are interested in us doing that because. We will write out a script. We will do what the Super Carlin Brothers do in part podcast form for one time. Yes. All of it being a joke. But it's we, not going to sound can, that like That should a joke. be like, this should be like a other week, every other week thing. That would be so do. funny. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you can, you can make this fun. Um, well, we're, werewolves at the time were shunned by the wizarding community and they traveled in packs to avoid being registered. Fenrir was unregistered, so he almost fooled two ministry employees by claiming to be a muggle tramp who was horrified at the thought of dead children. Lyle was not so easily fooled and decided that they would keep Greyback contained until the next full moon, one day later to see if he was actually a werewolf. The other committee members laughed at Lyle in front of Greyback, and Lyle lost his temper. He called werewolves soulless, evil, deserving nothing but death. And I... I hate that so much because they can't help it. Like, it's not their fault that they're werewolves. They were bitten. I want to know how Fenrir became one because, like, he seems to be all cool about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And, like, because the fact that the Ministry brought Lyle in to be part of their operation, it seems so weird to me that they're all making fun of him. Like, he is the superiority here in this situation. Mm-hmm. He's the one that has the knowledge about all of this. And the other committee members who know nothing are all laughing at him. Like, you're so stupid. You don't know what you're doing. And it's yeah. like, actually, I do. I was brought in here. You guys were, you guys applied. I was asked. Like, that was dumb. Yeah, the other committee members. Oh, oh. Yeah, I said that. Um. So. Oh, yeah. They order Lyle from the room and released Greyback. The wizard who escorted Fenrir out was supposed to be was supposed to use a memory charm so that he wouldn't remember what happened. But he was overpowered by Greyback and two and two other werewolves. So basically, they uh they came, the two other werewolves came for Greyback and they were like, "We're gonna attack this guy!" And then they were num 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 num. Yeah, what an idiot! Like, oh my goodness, please just use the memory charm. That should just be like, like you walk out into this certain area. And it's kind of like those stations where they have hazmat suits and they just hose you. Sorry, worse. Yeah, yeah. why does the Wizarding World no, 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 but you know the, so you, know the, you know the hazmat suits yeah. where you stand in that section and water rains on you? To get yes, basically except it's you the off. memory charm. Yeah, it's that, but it's the memory it's charm. It's like a million wands pointing at you, memory charm. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that would be so much better. So the, um, where are we at? Okay, Fenrir relayed what Lyle had said to to his friends and they decided to take revenge on him before remus's fifth birthday fenrir forced open his window while he was sleeping and attacked him that is my big that is so scary i know right oh my goodness remus is sleeping in his room this guy forces open the window crawls into his room attacks him that's terrifying i know right like i can't even fathom having that happen to me yeah. I feel like his window probably wasn't that secure either. I bet, it was one of those, can ma- I bet it was one of those long ones that you just push up and it has no screen and it was unlocked too. There was no such thing as locks. So it's like the easiest thing to open. And there's a sign on the window that says, please, please open and bite my boy. 
my kid into a werewolf, please. It's open. It's There's unlocked. things I can imagine that are probably scarier. Yeah, I mean, if I were a wizard, I would be putting protective charms all over my house. I know. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, you have magic. Use it. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, so Lyle was able to save his son's life by driving Grey back from his house with some powerful curses. But Remus was now a fully-fledged werewolf. Lyle never forgave himself for what he had said, and for many years he kept the truth about the attack from Remus. Which I kind of understand, yeah. but once your kid reaches a certain age, it's like, come on, Lyle, tell him. Like, you know, maybe Remus is five years old. Maybe you don't need to relay the information Wait, about what happened. Do you think he, what do you think he looked like as a werewolf when he was five years old? Weird. I don't know, a miniature version of what he looks Just like. Just a, a tiny movie. werewolf. Yeah, like a baby werewolf. Those are probably cute. <laughs> a baby werewolf? I don't know. I imagine it would look like a pup, you know? Hmm. But the werewolf ages with him, so I guess it wouldn't be a pup because he's, like, five. Hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the family moved from town to town, always leaving as soon as the rumors about Remus started, and he was not allowed to play with any other children. He was a very lonely boy. <laughs> he was a very lonely boy. <laughs> and it's a boy with an eye <laughs> instead of a <laughs> He was a very Just lonely kidding. boy. I didn't spell it. He's a really lonely boy. Um, yeah. When he was small, during his transformations, he was put in a locked room with plenty of silencing spells. By the time Remus was ten years old, the wolf also started growing. <laughs> growling, growing with age, and he was starting to pound down doors and break windows open. Before Remus's eleventh birthday, Albus Dumbledore arrived on their doorstep. Lyle and Hope tried to block his entrance, but five minutes later, he was eating with them by the fireside and playing gobstones with Remus. I don't know why they would try to keep him out. I mean, he's freaking Alice Dumbledore. He is, like, amazing. Yeah, I know, right? I would never... Yeah, I don't he think is they knew Gandalf. Was he is the equivalent of Gandalf. I don't think they knew he was Dumbledore. He's Gandalf. You know how Gandalf comes and he's like, I am all-knowing and I invite people to your house for dinner uninvited by you? Yeah. That is what Dumbledore is. You have to let Dumbledore into your house. If Dumbledore comes to your house, if he knocks on the door and comes for dinner, uninvited, you can't stop him. He's Dumbledore. No, he is Gandalf. That's like stopping Gandalf. You can't stop Gandalf. He's Gandalf. Invite him in for dinner, for supper, you know, for dessert. Remus, for Rem uh, um, Lyle tried to, you shall not pass him, <laughs> but, but, but Gandalf, but, but, but Dumbledore he countered it with, you shall not pass, <laughs> but Dumbledore countered that. <laughs> he counter-striked. <laughs> he counter-striked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dumbledore told them that he knew what had happened to their son, because Greyback, he knew what had happened, because Greyback had boasted of it, boasted of it to his friends, some of which were spies from Dumbledore. I love that Dumbledore has spies. He's so smart. Foreign spies. French? Foreign spies. Oh, foreign. I thought you said French spies. <laughs> foreign spies. All are spies rich. are French. All spies are French. No. <laughs> Dumbledore said that there was no reason as to why Remus would not be allowed to come to Hogwarts, and he told them of the accommodations that would be made for his transformations. No one would be told except for some of the staff, and once a month he would be taken to a small house in Hogsmeade that would be guarded by spells and only reachable by an underground passage under Hogwarts grounds. Remus was very excited because it was his dream to meet other children and have friends. That's so sad. Yeah, it's Being sad. 10 years old, like, up until 10 years old without friends, just, I can't- You'd think there'd be some invention to, like, stop werewolf being, like, yeah. turning into a werewolf? 
I feel like there would be at this point there probably is in the wizarding community mm-hmm. but um back then I see you know it'd probably be difficult for them just because they it's wizards seem so under advanced <laughs> like they're just culture just isn't as advanced as I feel like muggles is um yeah so that is actually all of our notes for Remus Lupin part one there's oh so much left to talk about Remus though there's I so just much made, left. I just made a theory okay magic is really not magic it's scientific you mm. see the ingredients in the wands actually control the electro- electromagnetic <laughs> forces of nature oh. and bend them to their will and and uh, bend them to create specific things okay all right good theory good theory levitation fire <laughs> okay good theory <laughs> Yeah, so there's so much left to talk about Remus. I might split it into two two more parts, so we might have three-part Remus Lupin, but uh, I might just keep it at one part or two parts. Who knows what we'll do. Mm-hmm. But I think that was really good. I, we might even actually, we might even keep you in suspense and postpone yes. part two until a later time. Yes. I don't know if we decide suspense. to be, yeah, yeah, maybe keep you in suspense. But we probably won't probably won't but uh there's always the possibility yeah so thank you guys so much for listening you can email us at insidehogwartspod at gmail.com to let us know all of your thoughts on what we talked about in today's episode yes. we appreciate any email we get from you guys and if you're on if apple you- podcasts please leave us a review it'll help our podcast grow and help people find get, it get more views. also for emailing you need to email us if you want a fenrir grayback was the chosen one theory fully scripted and and just like actually serious you know yeah or something (laughs) or something of that sort just a really stupid theory that no one would theorize but we bellatrix lestrange was secretly hermione (laughs) yeah 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 stuff like that let us know if that's something you guys would be interested in you can check out our website inside hogwarts.com where we post all of our episodes um plus like on the episodes if you scroll all the way to the bottom there are tags so if you're like new to the podcast and you're like i don't want to listen to every single episode you can click on remus lupin for example that's just an example and it'll take you to all the episodes that have remus lupin in them Mm -hmm. if you love remus lupin like i used to and then i think that is that all we have to say oh Mm -hmm. yeah tell all your friends about our podcast if you have any friends who like harry potter you should tell them about our podcast hopefully they would like it we'd love to have more listeners um yeah it would just help us out a lot yes and I think that is it for today. I believe so. All right, guys. We'll see you next time, and uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check back every Tuesday for another episode of Inside Hogwarts.